This is the Sportzilla Show. Hey, better, better, better. Hey, better swing. Better. The Sportzilla Show. As he charges box and rain and Matt. He's coming back. Oh, my good, goodness gracious. Of all the dramatic things. Derek Jeter. Of all the dramatic things I've ever seen. Rain and Matt. The first thing about baseball. It's the Sportzilla Show. Standing right in George Steinbrenner's box, announcing the Sportzilla Show. Is back. ESPN Radio, 97.7 and 100.1. I'm just happy we both put our headphones on properly today. Yeah, we didn't drop them yet. We, it was a stretch last week where it didn't matter if it was you or me. On different days, one of us put the headphones on. Like, you dropped your headphones onto the mic twice. Yeah. I, like, miscalculated where my ear was and couldn't put my earbuds in. You wear cans. I wear earbuds. We're good to go after a weekend. It's a nice day today overall. It's going to continue to get better weather-wise for the rest of the week. According to my board, 73 degrees out. I'll take it. 846 from Dave Chappelle was released. Stand-up special. You didn't see it? Wow. Barely any jokes. No, but it was uh, it was meaningful. It was impactful. It was powerful. And, man, does he know how to put you in the palm of his hand and hold you there. Yes, he does. One of the first uh, concert type of events or stand-up specials where there was a crowd socially distanced. It's what we're going to be looking at in the future. Happened in Ohio. Yep. And, uh, wow, it was 27 minutes, and it was it was something. If you get a chance, watch that. I know a lot of people did. It was all over social media. It was on YouTube if you're looking for it. Yeah, yeah. Easiest way to find it is on YouTube. Uh, bikes are a thing now. A lot of people are biking because you can go outside. Like motorcycles? The, the sale of bikes is up. Okay. A lot. Like people are biking. I should start biking, I think. You going to consider Same, that? buddy. Yeah. You going <laughs> to consider that too? Sure. Why not? Not an expert, not a journalist, not much of an athlete, but allowed to talk sports here on the Sports Illustrated Show and happy to be able to do it. ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. So we've gone through a couple of rebranding projects. We were the Sportsilla Show. Yes. And then we became the No Sportsilla Show. Are we the Some Sportsilla Show now? Jumped on in October, uh, given the full-time slot by the owner of Galaxy Media Partners, Mr. Krabs, allowing, well, me personally, to follow a long-time career dream to talk some sports, and then five short months later, no sports. Yikes. And now we've got some sports. Yes. And we've got the glue guy. That's you're listening to. I'm pointing to him over there. Uh, your voice again. Hello. And I'm Rain. Good afternoon. All guests appear on the Bird of Toyota guest line. We're going to be joined by the voice of the Golden State Warriors, a good friend of ours. His name is Tim Roy. He's been on with us before, but it's been about a month. Uh, we had him on a handful of times to talk about the Jordan documentary, basically once a week for five weeks. He lived that. Yep. Uh, he, he was calling games in the NBA then, so he had some great perspective and stories. But now with the current state of what's happening in the game, we've got some questions related to the NBA. And the well, right now it is the potential return still in Orlando, in Disney World, because now there's a lot of questions. But it's looking highly unlikely as each passing hour goes by. That it's going to happen? It's not going to happen. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm wondering about the NFL as well, because something we'll touch on in just a couple of minutes. There's been some positive COVID tests for the Cowboys, a number of them, and yep. the Texans. And now there's rumblings of delaying the season. 
There is still the social justice debate of taking a knee or not. And Kaepernick, will he get a job? We'll get to that in just a second. You tagged me in an interesting article over the weekend. Uh, specify what that is. Give him a tease. Uh, Kaepernick to the Patriots, Kaepernick, possibly. It's where I'm going to go with this in our conversation when we get the NFL in just a couple minutes. Uh, but sticking with the Burdick Toyota guest line, we're also going to welcome our co-worker over on TK99, which is the home of Syracuse Sports and the New York Yankees. Mm-hmm. He's a big baseball fan, and he's a Cowboys fan, which I wasn't going to ask him about the Cowboys, but with the breaking news of Ezekiel Elliott and all that, we're going to have to throw that question in there. But we're going to talk baseball with him. Uh, dude definitely knows his stuff. We have been having over the years, and I mean years, in the office baseball conversations. And, and I was on K-Rock for so long, it wasn't like we would often bring those on there, but the Sportzilla show started as a, a Sunday late morning to early afternoon show five, six years ago, and he is a frequent guest. And if you like baseball, I think you'll like what Akon, Alex Khan, or as he's known on TK Bender, has to say. So that's where we're going to go. You can listen on your Amazon Alexa device, enable the skill for ESPN Syracuse, and then open or play it with your voice command or with the app, ESPNSyracuse.com is a place to listen. The ESPN main app in the regional tab. We're on social media on Twitter actively at ESPN Sportsilla, or you can like the Sportsilla show. And our podcasts are available. You can feel free to subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and SoundCloud. We call those shameless plugs. Yes, we do. Now let's get down to business. There is some uh, stuff to talk about and leading right into all this fun sports. But the Supreme Court did make a huge decision today because social justice is is a topic yep a worldwide or at least across the country let's let's just focus on america okay across the country i'll leave it there but you're seeing protests around the world supporting what's happening here in america uh, there's also still a, a pandemic which we touched on with the covid positive mm-hmm. testing um yeah we're in phase 3 in new york state but you got to be careful because numbers are spiking in a lot of places in the country this is not the second wave yet. This is still the first wave. Which is scary. Yeah. So we've got to keep that perspective. And you know what? Wear the masks. Try to be healthy. Try to wash our hands. Try to still socially distance. If we abide by some of these guidelines, we'll be closer to normal than we were, even though if you're expecting normal, what you perceived it to be three months ago, we're so far away from that. And that's a reality we've got to face. Yeah, that's true. It, it sucks and it's frustrating and it's discombobulating and we don't know what to do with ourselves sometimes and we're searching for everything, even just if you want to focus on sports, to be what it was. Well, in some good sports news, today the Pro Football Hall of Fame opened up for the first time in a couple months. Isn't that fantastic? Yeah. But there, there is just these conversations being had in every single you want to talk soccer, you want to talk tennis, you want to talk PGA golf, which came back. The Colonial was won by Daniel Berger, mm-hmm. believe it or not. But whatever it is, the NFL, the NBA, Major League Baseball. Name your sport, name your event, even wrestling. They had to tape shows for a couple of weeks. Racial equality, Black Lives Matter, the corona pandemic. These are the topics that are being discussed within the world of sports, so you can't escape them. And that also applies to supporting the LGBTQ community with that verdict by the Supreme Court. I think it was the right one. I don't even know why it even has to be legislated. It's not our business what people do in our in their bedrooms. I certainly don't care what you're doing yours, my man, uh, no matter what your preference is. Yeah. I'm sure you probably would say the same, and I'm sure uh, anybody yeah, listening definitely. doesn't want to hear us talk about what we're doing in ours. 
That's a whole other podcast yeah. you don't want to subscribe to. Uh, Governor Cuomo signing some sweeping police reforms. You're seeing that movement happening across the country. Uh, you know, we got to step back from that, too, because I don't think anybody in general is anti-police. No. It's just setting some strict guidelines uh, in, in policing across the board. I'm not anti-police nope. at all. I have nothing but respect. Listen, as everybody said, 99.999% are, are good people trying to do their best to do their job and serve their communities, and that's a fact. And they put their lives on the line every day. There are um, There's just bad people in every walk of life, in every facet of life, no matter how you want to label them. I would say I don't determine whether I like somebody based on anything other than whether or not they're a, a bleep, you know what, or not, right? Or if they root for the Patriots. Yeah, if they root for the Patriots or the Red Sox, that'll always get me too. But yeah, sweeping police reforms, protesting social justice, and our phase three reopening of the Rona, but still in that spiking first wave. Wow. Uh, but to prove the point with some of this, to bring some receipts, Dabo Swinney, man, was he getting a lot of brushback? The other day? Yes, he was. Like the other day? Yeah. Literally how fast the news moves nowadays. It's amazing. About, he manned up over the weekend, and in Clemson, they had a rally. Trevor Lawrence spoke. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought Dabo Sweeney crushed it. And, and I also respected the sack on him to get out there uh, and to say what he said based on the brushback that he received and his handling of a situation that, yes, initially could have been handled better. But you know what? I think we all should be allowed to do what he did. Step back for a day or two, reflect, collect your thoughts, and firmly state your case. And his words were powerful. He was impactful. And he is clearly on the right side of this argument now. And and I think that others are accepting of that. Because you know why? He listened. Yeah. He listened. I can say the same thing for Drew Brees. Absolutely. He listened. And that's all. That, I think that's the the main point is listen Educate yourself by Don't listening. say, yeah, but just shut up and listen. Don't think you know. Listen. And then, and then you have the ability to reevaluate your choices, your opinions, your beliefs, whatever you want to label it, and proceed to get better. There's nothing wrong with getting more information and changing your opinion. Absolutely, and I think that's what's happening. Uh, let's look here in Cuse. What's happening with the football team? Andre Cisco saw. I uh, saw that he's uh, ranked number one safety in the country. Did you catch that? I did. Flip it through your social media feed. I liked it about Andre Cisco. I like that too. Uh, we added a recruit from Hawaii, and I've been searching to try to find a pronunciation guide. I, I uh, failed in doing the same. thing. Yeah, so I'm not going to attempt that because I struggle on occasion with pronunciations. It just happens to me. <laughs> so I'm going to direct you to your favorite source of Syracuse football news. I'm always a big fan of 247 Sports and Mike McAllister, what our buddy Mike McAllister puts out there, but it's in numerous places. Uh, We did add another crew to the football team. I'm excited for that. Baker Mayfield made some news as we switch to the NFL. Uh, He's going to take a knee. He says controversial things, and boy, does he spark a conversation. Yeah, he is very polarizing. He really is, and I don't... He's not to me. Why is he to some people? Can you explain that to me? Well, I think just because he's, what, second year in the league now, and he's saying all these things, he's not shutting up, and I think that strikes people the wrong way. I like it. I personally think the new generation of leaders are vocal. Yeah, okay, I can live with that. 
As far as the NFL is concerned, we, we touched on this, though. Ezekiel Elliott has the coronavirus. Uh, he is angry with the media. There's something called HIPAA laws. Yes, there is. And, yeah, I'm, I agree with him on that. Yeah, it's, listen, it's dangerous to the NFL and to his teammates and to playing the game. And, yes, rumblings are now starting where, hey, maybe we do have to delay the NFL season. We thought it was safe because it was weeks and months away. Well, we're creeping closer to that now. Yeah. And I don't know if you can get these guys collectively together. I mean, any sport where there is physical contact on that level, you have to be even more careful. It's a little bit easier to go out and, say, have a NASCAR race or hit a golf ball. PGA Tour, for example, which returned Sands fans. But it's. It's scary. It really is. Uh, do you have to delay the season now? You're going to hear this conversation. It is just starting up, and it is going to get loud. Well, by the end of next month, they would already start training camp, That's correct? exactly right. Like I said, it's creeping up on us. And then, of course, uh, there is always the, the fun part of the NFL conversation where the everybody's going to the Patriots eventually. Yes. Is Colin Kaepernick going to the Patriots? You've seen some rumblings of that online. Yeah, I mean, I, I would be a fan of that. I mean... It wouldn't hurt to have some competition for that starting quarterback job. Uh, for Stidham. And now does that hurt his development if you sign him? Is that a circus atmosphere media-wise? Because, wow, would that be crazy, and Belichick does not like that. <laughs> no, Belichick couldn't handle it with Antonio Brown, I mean, for rightful reasons. Um, same reason why I believe the Patriots never traded for uh, Odell Beckham. This is what Lewis Reddick, ESPN NFL reporter, said about the the Patriots and why they won't sign Colin Kaepernick because they are fine with Jarrett Stidham. To bring Colin in at this point in time, a guy who hasn't played for four years, hasn't been through an offseason with him, they don't know what kind of shape he is in or really where he is at from a football playing standpoint. To get him up to speed in their system detracts from the things they're trying to do with Jared Stidham. And if you really want to look at it purely organically from a football standpoint, if you're looking to bring in a veteran at this point, there's a guy out there who right now was a former league MVP named Cam Newton. Why haven't they brought him in? Why haven't they brought in any of the other veteran quarterbacks at this point in time to compete with Jared Stidham, if that is really what they need to do. So those are the kinds of questions from a football standpoint you have to ask. And I think New England does a better job of keeping the main thing, the main thing, better than anyone. And I think from a football standpoint, purely football, it doesn't make sense for them to do so at this point in time, considering all the chances that they've had to address the number two quarterback position already, and they haven't because they feel fine with where they are. Let me ask you, do the Patriots do things the normal way? No. Do they do things the way people think they should always do with them? No. Tom Brady should have been gone a long time ago if you asked people. Really? I'm asking because of the age-wise. Then I'll ask you, should Tom Brady have been gone a long time ago? No, because they just won a Super Bowl recently. I, I was about to say, didn't a se- uh, not last season, but the season before, they just won a Super Bowl. That's correct. So I think it was okay with him being, what, 41-ish? Yeah. At that point, he's going to be 43, right? Did he just turn? I think he's going to turn 42 in August. 42, I thought it was 43. Hmm. I don't know. Interesting. Needless but to either say, way, the Patriots don't do things the typical way, and I wouldn't be surprised if Robert Kraft and Belichick sign Kaepernick. What self-respecting, terrible Patriots fan such as yourself would not know the actual birth date of Tom Brady? I don't like Boston sports. Why am I supposed to know that? Um, because as soon as he left the team, I just kind of thought out of my head. He's enough into his 40s that he is extremely old by NFL quarterback standards or just any NFL player standards. But going back to Cap or uh, going back to uh, Cam Newton, rather, 
the guy's hurt. You mean Kaepernick? No, Newton. Oh, he's well. He is another option. He's hurt, and according to reports, you know who knows how true this is, but he's asking for fifteen million dollars, at least fifteen mil. And Belichick's like, nah. A, they don't have the money. Yeah, supposedly. Uh, well, there, there's a salary cap thing. Troy Vincent is NFL's executive VP of football operations, and he had some comments on Colin Kaepernick ever playing in the NFL again, let alone, I suppose, with the Patriots. I would think we'd expand this, this possibility with any team that might need a quarterback, and there actually are quite a few. The Giants. can't hire. We don't hire. That'll be a decision uh, that is made by a head coach, general manager, and an owner. You're wrong about the Giants. Can't hire. We don't hire. That'll be a decision uh, that is made by a head coach, general manager, and an owner. That's a club decision. But this young man is talented enough to play in the National Football League. I believe that back in 2000 and whatever it was, 16 or 17. And I still believe that today. And just hasn't had the opportunity um, to display his talents once again, whether it was in camp or in preseason. But that's always been my position. It's been many of my colleagues' position, frankly, the commissioner's office position. Uh, but we can't hire. And, and again, Adam, my comments that I've just made, they've been documented on the record in front of a judge about the work and the efforts that many of us uh, were working on behalf of looking for Colin to land a spot. Tim Roy, the voice of the Golden State Warriors in the National Basketball Association, will join us next on the Burdick Toyota guest line, ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. Before we take a break, Brady is 42, going to be 43 in August. <laughs> you literally did that? Yes. This is the SportsZilla Show. Hang on, we'll be right back. The SportsZilla Show with Rain and Matt. ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. Looks like the WNBA is now putting the, let's just say, wheels in motion to restart their season, or to start their season, which is fantastic. Around the league in the National Basketball Association, uh, one coach, I won't name names, is now predicting a 2020-2021 lockout. Isn't that interesting? That is very interesting. Hmm. It's first I'm hearing of this. But in bigger news, Kyrie rips the NBA's restart on a call, and he is being backed up by Dwight Howard. And there is a startup plan for Orlando that we all know about, but now we're seeing that walk back. As we had speculated when it was first announced, there's going to be some players as you keep getting closer and closer, days and weeks go by, they're going to start to question for health reasons, amongst other things. And now you're hearing, of course, because social justice issues are taking precedence for many I don't know. Is there going to be a season or not? I mean, we know what's up with Major League Baseball, but that's why we welcome on the Burdick Toyota guest line at this time, good friend of the Sports Illus Show and the voice of the Golden State Warriors, Tim Roy. Tim, uh, where are you? Just just as uh, an observer of the league with some inside knowledge on Kyrie's remarks, Dwight Howard backing it up, and a lot of people calling those remarks out and saying, well, you've heard it. Pat Beverly said, hey, man, that guy named LeBron, if he plays – we're playing. Go ahead, Tim. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's it's a very weird time. I mean, uh, I'm old enough to remember 1968, and it feels like that, you know, that there's a lot of social unrest, and rightfully so. 
Uh, we're in the middle of a pandemic, yes, uh, which is not over yet, and uh, and so anxiety is everywhere. And so, yeah, I, I I feel for players who like are you know their heads aren't into basketball right now. I understand that totally, and it's um, it's, it's a it's a tough issue because I think, and I think we've talked about this before. Is I think that that pro sports in its own way uh, can really help in this. You know, even if, even if there are no fans there, you know, I think that pro sports can help, you know, the the attitude and the morale of the country. And so I think if, if you can do it safely, uh, you know, I'm all for, you know, the, the plan. And I think they've, they've listed the protocols and, and they have the ability to take temperatures and tests. So I think I think it's going to go. But I understand the anxiety and, and certainly you know we're in a we're in a time right now where you know our country's soul is at you know is we're we're fighting for it you know we're fighting to be the country we believe ourselves to be i respect coaches like popovich and the coach of the warriors guy by the name of steve kerr who you interact with quite a bit and them using their voice and their platform to speak up and they are not shy about it uh, the stick to sports argument, I've always found it to be nonsense because these are human beings playing. They're fortunate to play a game and make a lot of money, but you're still talking about human beings here. And, and I just, I do, I have so much respect for their, frankly, not being scared to stand up for what is right, for their beliefs. And, and I find them to be on the right side of this argument. And I just wonder what your thoughts are on that. Yeah, you know, I, I I think I would encourage everybody to um, – uh, Steve is doing a podcast right now with Pete Carroll called Flying Coach, and they're really good. And the one with, with great Coach Pop on there had um, had some real – you know, it was a heavy discussion, and there were some powerful words there. And I think it's something for for everybody to listen and digest and, and – you know, search their own conscience and soul about. Um, yeah, those two are good. And by the way, on a much lighter note, I do own a Popovich Kerr 2020 T-shirt. By the way, just so you know, really, uh, if you if you if you Google uh, Popovich Kerr 2020, you'll see some guy has <laughs> got the copyright for it, and he's selling coffee mugs and T-shirts and things like that. And I I couldn't resist. I had to. I wore it to a practice about a year ago, and and that got uh, got Steve's attention, but. Um, you know, it's it's um, yeah, yeah. Like I said, it's, again, I I think the um, the stick to sports argument has always been uh, ridiculous in this sense. But we're all U.S. citizens, and one of the things that we cherish is our freedom and the freedom to you know freedom of speech. And if a coach or a player or anybody in athletics wants to talk politics, that's his right. So um, you know, that's I, I could never understand why they would want to deny them their rights as a citizen. Do you foresee a plan where the NBA comes back and certain star players sit out? Uh, well, I, you know, you could, yeah. I mean, and they won't be they won't be penalized. They just won't be getting paid. Um, from what I understand, what I've read, I don't know. I don't have the inside track on that, mm-hmm. but, but from what back, I understand that, that yeah, Adrian Wojnarowski has backed that up too. He said that that's basically yeah. what their what the consequence is if they choose not to play. Go ahead. Yeah, and and yeah, and I think I I they have that right to do that. If they're not comfortable doing that, then 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 they'll come back. I mean, because you know, there's there's families involved here, and um, you know, young kids and 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 
and and people that they love are all you know involved in all this. And, and like I said, it's a very anxious time in our country. We have so much going on right now that you know I think in one way if we get pro sports up and running safely, and college sports too, if we can if we can find a way to do that safely, I think that would help because it would be a much needed you know good distraction from you know this endless you know, news cycle that we're in right now. This is Tim Roy, voice of the Golden State Warriors, here with us on the SportsZilla Show on ESPN Radio. Do you, what do you make of Sir Charles, Charles Barkley, who has come out and said very recently that NBA players are not, NBA players not playing would be a catastrophic mistake? That is his, his words. Yes or no? How does it damage the league? Is he just being Sir Charles or is he spot on? Uh, I think Charles is paid to have opinions, and, and I think he is—he's uh, <laughs> again—he's—he's he's another one though that you know he was, um, you know, he had a voice in you know real world issues long before a lot of people did, and uh, in, at least in the NBA, and so uh, you know he's got a right to an opinion, and and I I don't you know I think this is a very it's a very delicate thing, you know, it's a very uh, you know, it's not black and white. I think there, there's definitely shades of gray here, you know, where uh, I think we all need to kind of, okay, kind of step back and say, okay, uh, I can see that, that person's point. I don't think anybody is 100% right in this situation. Do you think that the NBA is going to be the first league to come back out of MLB, uh, NHL, or football? It looks like uh, they were the first ones to have a plan. Right. And to... To, to get it done, I, you know, I, it looks like they're going to be. I don't know what the heck's going on in Major League Baseball, but um, but I, you know, they, they they're they're in danger. You know, they're the ones that really are on the gun. Right. And what's interesting about it, if you think about it, they're the sport that has the easiest uh, solution by their nature. They have social distancing on the field, you know. So um, you know, there, there's very limited contact between, you know, the, the, the two teams. And so uh, you would think that they would, ha- they would be the ones, in, you know, in a, in a way, and they, we've seen in South Korea, that they could probably get that up and going probably quicker than most. But I don't know what's going on there. But I think the NBA will be maybe the first one to go because, you know, the clock's ticking on Major League Baseball. The NFL, their schedule doesn't start until September. And and I think the NBA is ahead of hockey at this point. So it looks like they're going to be the first team to leak back. Yeah, they have the best leadership as far as who is in the commissioner's office in the National Basketball Association and probably the best overall relationship with their players between you know, league and players union and whatnot. they got to keep LeBron and other superstars healthy because if those guys get sick, assuming that we do get to the point where things do restart in July for the NBA I mean, if you're missing the marquee names in the NBA, I think it affects that sport more than the other major sports. But the last thing I want to ask you about real quick is we do have to step aside for a break. Tim Roy from the Golden State Warriors, their uh, their radio voice is here with us on the Sports Hill Show on ESPN Radio. What do you miss the most from the game not being played right now without the NBA in general? Maybe it's as a fan, maybe it's as a professional, but asking you that question, first thing that pops in your mind. I miss uh, the relationships. I miss being around my friends who I work with and, and the coaches and, yeah. and the players. 
I missed that. And, um, you know, now let's, let's say to fast forward, uh, you know, right now we'd be looking at the NBA finals right now, you know? So, um, you know, to me as a, as a fan, uh, I love, you know, uh, hunkering down in the first round of the playoffs when the Warriors would have a night off and just parking in my home office and saying, let's go, let's see what's going on tonight, you know, and, and, and watching the playoffs, you know, and, and, and truly, um, you know, springtime, you know, the fall's got the, it, the, got great things with the World Series and the NFL and everything, you know, but springtime, you got the Stanley Cup playoffs, the NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball cranking up. You know, you got the, the Masters coming in, in, in April and it's just, a, it's just a great time to be a sports fan and we missed that this year. And so, yeah, the, you miss, you miss that part of it and, and, but I, again, like I said, I've, I've been talking to a bunch of our assistant coaches who I love to interact with, and you know we miss having that ability to you know sit down before a game or you know on a plane and just you know talk the game and talk about what's going on with the team. That's those are the times where you build you know the relationships that last after you know the career is over. Yeah, it just absolutely sucks without the NBA. I don't know what to do with myself without the NBA Finals. It's definitely a void in my life. And I would feel more normal if it was back in it. Tim Roy, the voice of the Golden State Warriors, Warriors here with us on the Sports Hill Show. As always, Tim, we appreciate you and thank you for the time. We'll reach out again very soon. Coming back, and we're going to take another phone call from Alex Connie's Bender on our brother station, TK99, home of Cuse and the Yankees. And we're going to talk some Major League Baseball. Hang on. The Sports Zilla Show with Rain and Matt. ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. Let's get this phone line fired up and bring. Well, we call him Akon. Real name is Alex Khan. I don't know. I don't think he minds that because we've talked to him so many times over the past. I don't know how many years when we want to discuss Major League Baseball here on the Sports Illustrated Show on ESPN Radio. But you might know him from the home of the Yankees or the home of Syracuse Athletics, which is TK ninety nine. He goes by Bender on the air over there. Does many other things behind the scenes, but just I don't know. And I've told you this before on the air and off the air. I don't know a more Major League a more knowledgeable Major League Baseball fan there you go. than Bender or Akon. And he's a Seattle Mariners fan, which we excuse. But we're going to start with the Yankees and the unsealing of this letter from 2017, where, boy, did you see some Astros get all over social media talking about that yesterday? And then they had to walk it back a little bit because it's not going to reveal really anything that we don't already know. There was no system systemic cheating by the Yankees like there was blatantly by the Astros. Who, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Alex, uh, let's hear your thoughts. Yeah, well, you got a lot of kind words leading me in there. I'll thank you for that. But, uh, no, this whole this whole thing with the Yankees, and you know me, I'm a pretty uh, stark non-Yankee fan, so I was kind of excited to an extent when I saw that news, but there's not a lot of smoke here. <laughs> the Astros are just trying their best to, you know, change the focus away from them a little bit. I was... Trying to come up with a, a way this is, you know, how you can explain this. This is like when you're coming off the the highway and you coast into the 30-mile-an-hour zone and you might be a couple mile an hours over. That's what the Yankees seem to have violated. There's just a little quirk somewhere in the rule book that they, they screwed up. They weren't intentionally cheating where the Astros decided to gas it, go 80 through the city. They you thought know, they, they were... They, they, they completely cheated and they knew what they were doing. It seems like this Yankees thing, it was more of like a mistake. I don't really know because I haven't read the letter yet, but there's there's nothing here. Based on your analogy, the Astros were on the Autobahn. Yeah. Where there's no speed limit. Just, you know, they were just exactly. going. They were following traffic laws in another country, it feels like. 
Alex, what do you think what's going on about between the players and the ownership and MLB for that matter? And do you think a season is likely? I have to be honest right now. I don't think a season is going to happen in 2020. I was talking about this over here on TK the other day that you, you couldn't even follow along and keep track with all the, uh, the offers being sent from the union and the rebuttals from the players. It's been so back and forth. And I really think the league dropped the ball big time on this. Everybody, the players alone. I mean, I understand their safety concerns to an extent, but baseball could have been the first one out pretty safely, pretty easily playing this game in a time where it could have helped trampoline them to like the top of, you know, TV ratings and people watching at a time where they kind of need it. You know, it's about, Honestly, it's not the most exciting sport to many non-baseball fans. A casual fan isn't, you know, waiting for the season as much as us diehards are compared to football and basketball and whatnot. So this was their opportunity, really, to take advantage, and they've dropped the ball big time. We just talked to Tim Roy, play-by-play voice of the Golden State Warriors, and he even said it. Baseball is probably the most socially distant sport there is. Yeah. So yeah. they really could have been the really first one to go back out there. Yeah, they, they drop the ball. Not only do they have that period in the summer where they are the only sport happening, but coming off of a pandemic where people are starved, so many casual sports fans would have jumped on the Major League Baseball bandwagon just because it was the only or one of the few things out there. And instead, uh, with having one of the older fan bases as well, which is another problem, They've just angered everybody, and they've made themselves irrelevant, and people don't give a bleep. They're just indifferent. They're like, okay, Major League Baseball, keep doing your thing. We'll entertain ourselves. We've learned how to do that over the past few months in so many other ways. It's millionaires and billionaires arguing when people are unemployed. You are damaging the sport right now, Alex. Big time. I mean, people were watching NASCAR video games. They were playing just a computer game, and people were tuning in for that. I mean, that's how starved they were. And, you know, the the numbers would have been astronomical for TV viewings, I think, from everybody if baseball got back to playing. And radio. The first sport out there. Yeah, these talks have been... And radio, and radio. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, the talks have been futile. Uh, I mean, the the players are basically saying we're not negotiating. Let's just return to work. If you're going to make us play, make us play. Uh, implement your 48 or 50 game season. There's a lot of anger on both sides. It does not feel like a deal is very likely. And that's where we are, stuck in quicksand. That's the analogy that I've made a lot. Alex Kahn is with us. You know him as Bender on TK99 here on the Sports of the Show on ESPN Radio. Uh, the 30 for 30 documentaries left us last night with the Sosa McGuire Long Gone Summer Doc. And it it was good, and I watched it, and don't get me wrong, but I wanted more. I didn't find it to be as good as the Lance documentary, and definitely not even anywhere close to the Jordan documentary, The Last Dance, I would watch it again, but it was left just feeling, and and I said this to the glue guy earlier, it was incomplete to me. I wanted him to push Sosa a little bit more. It seems like, and I think the language barrier has a little bit to do with this. Uh, Sammy just couldn't communicate how he felt in, in some ways, and I don't know if reporters didn't push that as much. But it just it left me feeling incomplete. And the same thing with McGuire. There are some things I wanted to hear more about as far as he's concerned. His relationship with his son after the fact. I want that behind-the-scenes stuff because we all watched and lived through that 98 season, and we remember that. It's all the background that we want. I don't know about you. Did you watch? 
Well, I got to be honest with you. We were joking before coming on about NASCAR. That's what I was doing last night. I watched the entire NASCAR race at Homestead, <laughs> and I, uh, I I recorded this uh, long gone summer because I remember it. And you know, being a Mariners fan, I'm a little salty with this one because Griffey hit his 56 that year, and you know it was quietly in third place. Nobody talked about him when these two guys that unfortunately kind of tainted baseball for a long time between the steroids, the corked bat, and all this other. You know, nonsense that they dealt with. To this day, still people talk about, you know, steroids rampant and whatever throughout the game, which I don't know. So I'm I'm a little salty and uh, bitter about that whole home run race, but I'll definitely go watch it. But all the reviews and everybody I've heard talking about it saying the same thing that you are, that they just went through the home runs and, you know, see ball, hit ball, and that kind of thing. Like, no, well, I want to know the story. I want to know why they decided to do the things they did and what was going on and the player development behind these guys. I heard it's, there's not much uh, meat on the bones. Nope. Well, we have a treat for you. This Sunday, 8 p.m., MLB Network, you'll be having the Junior documentary. Ken, Ken Griffey Jr., obviously they got they touched on a, l- a little bit in the Long Gone so- uh, Summer documentary, but it was, what, 15 minutes part of the doc, and that's it, of Ken Griffey Jr.? Yeah, and he is a lot bigger part of the conversation back then. I mean, arguably the best player in the game at that point. is phenomenal, and he's a mariner. I was a red for a while too, but he's remembered and he retired as a Mariner. So this this is your guy. Are you going to watch this one, right? Uh, there's no way I'm going to miss this one. I mean, between everything about him from the swing to the way he played to that smile, he brought something to the game. You, I don't think you've seen it since, or if you will, again, that whole, he was the kid. He brought that childhood type of play to the game. That's the way it's supposed to be. And it's, I can't tell you a player that's, you know, played the same way as him. Up against the breakouts, we got one more for you, real quick. Was he who made you a Mariners fan? Angriffy Jr. One hundred percent. There was actually uh, my babysitter when I was a kid. It's a strange story. I think this is where it all began. I was like five, four or five years old. He had a full size cardboard cutout of Griffey hanging out in his room. The the my buddy there that I, his parents babysat me. And I think that's where it all began and started kind of following it from there and just seeing how amazing he was and just got me hooked. Most beautiful swing, I think, that I've ever seen. And there's a lot to compare to that are in the conversation. But, yeah, Ken Griffey Jr.'s swing was so absolutely sweet. Alex Kahn, we call him Bender from TK, our brother's station. Nice enough to join us. Sports Illustrated Show back after a quick break. ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. The Sports Illustrated Show with Rain and Matt. ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. It was pretty awesome to see Josh Black get a shout-out on Twitter from The Rock. It was also amazing to see him run up a wall and do a flip. He was fantastic. It really was. Uh, man, did that get some social media love, some some Twitter love, some just nationwide love from The Rock. That's definitely not a bad thing. Dino Babers said he wants to see Tommy DeVito be more aggressive as far as Syracuse's football, Syracuse football is concerned. He equivalated the 3-3-5 defensive scheme that they're going to implement with the new coordinator as being similar to the 2-3 zone for Syracuse basketball. Ooh. So that kind of makes sense. It, it kind of gives you, in layman's terms, if you're not extremely familiar with the terminology or n- don't have the ability to break the game down in depth and you're just maybe a casual fan, you don't have that understanding. That so makes, is Jim Beheim going to be the defensive coordinator? That makes you go, hmm, I get it. Well, he, I mean, he has gone, I mean, coached in the Olympics. He's actually even gone with, like, Coach Popovich, for example. He he's he's showed it to a few NBA teams, and he's got some respect. There's a possibility that Heim's going to come in there and uh, 
set everybody straight. Love it. Speaking of Syracuse basketball, Woody Newton said, I would put this class of 2020 against any 2020 class of any school. We can compete with anybody. I love nice. that confidence. Brent Axe is up next. He's going to get you. We're going to get you on the block for the blockheads at four o'clock. And uh, he did write an article about, hey, this is the time of the year where you might be going to check out the Auburn Double Days or the Syracuse Mets and uh, where's baseball and what's going on with Major League Baseball. And he's a Red Sox fan. And if you happen to be watching, you can go on YouTube or Yes Network, the show, Major League Baseball, the show. Uh, they just had these simulated Yankees-Red Sox games. I don't know if you saw that the Yankees were going for the series victory. Uh, Garrett Cole had pitched the other day, and they shellacked the Red Sox. So are you watching again? Virtually, yeah. Uh, yeah. Or are you just keeping up with yeah, it? Yeah, I kind of watch it sometimes. I didn't want to admit it to you because I didn't want you to go, oh, you're still doing that, you loser? You got no life? But, well, well, no, because you were angry at them uh, a couple months ago. So. I was. I That was because of that one Jordan Montgomery game where it yeah. was like this ridiculous thing where he pitched a complete game and they – they kept him in to give up 17 runs, and I'm like, that would never happen. At least make it somewhat realistic. For the most part, that was the anomaly, and the rest of it was believable. I'm sorry I got you started. They feed it full of information, and then virtual reality takes the rest of it. But when you're a baseball geek like our buddy uh, Bender or Alex Kahn that was just on the phone with us is as well, we want some baseball, we miss it. Point being, Brent Axe wrote an article about baseball. I'm sure he'll tell you about that and probably some of the other things I just highlighted. On the block with Brent Axe, top of the hour, ESPN Radio, 97.7 and 100.1, Sports Illustrated Show. We'll see you tomorrow at 3.